seeing red. And now, tonight's story. If you have ever tried to find an apartment in New York City to rent or buy, you know that finding a perfect place can feel like a one in a million chance. From dealing with brokers, searching for openings, renting within your budget, and finding the apartment before you have to move out, apartment hunting can drive anyone crazy. But when you finally find a place that you want, it's like you've won the lottery. But what if that place doesn't want you? Tonight's story, The Haunting of Anisha Williams. Hi, this is about to sound kind of whack, but uh, I've been hearing things. And not just normal things like my landlady, Miss Michelle, yelling up and down for her kid to get up at 8 a.m. Like, nah, I'm talking really weird. Like, the, there's been something in my walls. Like, I don't know if I be messing with somebody in their apartment or it's just me tripping. I don't know, but let me explain. So I get home around 8 p.m. most nights. You know, lay shit at the hospital. Takes a lot out of system. The most I want to do is put my feet up and just ease out of society. And I ain't playing with no hoodoo voodoo mess either. Like, I deal with earthy things. I just strip down, grab my tea, take it easy. But then I hear it. A, a scratching sound. And I ain't talking about no mice. And I know this is New York, but I'm one clean-ass bee, and they ain't no rat to my apartment. And if there was, Miss Michelle would be giving me all kinds of mess, all kinds of this, all kinds of that. Like, nah, this ain't no rat. It's only in, like, one of the walls, too, like the one opposite of my TV. I'm sitting on my couch, and then bam. There it is. You know, sometimes I'm reading a good book or watching something and that sound don't bother me none, like none at all. But I always notice it eventually. And whenever I go to slam on the wall or yell at Jason for just practicing his boxing again on the other side, it, it just it kind of stops like dead quiet. Like the scratcher knew it was on the wrong for disturbing my shut eye or something. I mean, if it really do be Jason over there, I say he must like the punishment because I get to yell and I get to swearing at him like I do all the time. But this time he says nothing back. Like he don't even remember me yelling at him when I confront him the next day. So I don't know what's going on. And I ain't playing with no ghosts. And to prove it, I'm going to record this all night and also keep this recording going for these updates and making sure this ain't going to keep its thing because, damn, like, I'm not sure I could keep up with the scratching every night. Well, maybe I'll call Paolo to check it. He handy like that. He fixed my sink for cheap. Someone on my wall. I mean, ain't no difference between the two, right? Been living here for 10 years. Been in my hood all my life. And now I get haunted. <laughs> That's just typical, ain't it?
So today's Saturday now, because Paolo had a bunch of other clients during the day, and this week I was working a double shift during the night as per usual. So how do I spend my only day off? With him laughing in my face. Nah, look, I love Paolo. He's a great guy, but you can't be laughing at my pain. Especially when I swear to you there is something in the walls. First he tapped along it, tried to get what whatever was behind it to stir up or something, but I could have told him it wouldn't work, but he'd tap anyway. And when that didn't work, he asked if I could drill a hole in the wall just to look inside. Now, I told him Miss Michelle was a landlady and I was just a tenant. Well, one text and a 30-minute phone call from Miss Michelle later, I'm staring through a tiny hole in the guts of a place. And there is nothing, not a single damn thing back there. And that's when he starts laughing. I mean, sure, it's pretty funny when y'all think about it for just a second. If some crazy sister said to me that there was something crawling behind her walls, I'd think she was crazy. I mean, it makes sense. Some girls be like that and thinking that they whole shadow about to run up and strangle them. But this is different. This has been going on for a week now, and, and it can't be for nothing. Birds? That's what Paolo said to me. They probably gonna be going through the roof and made a little nest in a wall and, mm, okay, I mean, Mama Bird's probably realizing she's been living next to a chill AF homie like me and some, you know, little Mike Tyson wannabe like Jason. And while she don't mind this homie, the box nut Jason must be making her a little angry and she gets to scratching. <sighs> Let me flip it a different way. I'd probably just be tripping. I mean, when I have a boy over, he don't stop me and say, hey, did y'all hear that? No, I mean, you know, he got a little other things on his mind, but still, if I heard it, you'd hear it too. So two Andrews later, and now I'm sitting on this couch thinking, I have lost my mind. I mean, well, it could be worse. Could be a damn near ghost trying to possess me. I mean... I'd take a mama bird over Satan any day. But still, it might be worth something to just let the, you know, the tape recorder run tonight and see if the scratching starts up while I'm sleeping. I don't know, maybe. Okay. Okay, now I'm about to blow the roof off. One day. I got one day of peace before she's back. And Paolo says I'm crazy. But I am not crazy. He be saying I'm losing my mind. But the proof, I got recorded proof that I be hearing the scratching again. So what now, Mama Bird? I thought you could play hooky with me. Just go get a free lunch. Nah, I ain't having any of that. Worst thing is, she be waking me up too. Like, I'm having a good nap, and then bam, there she is. Louder than it has ever been before. Scratch, scratch, scratch. And I need my sleep. I don't want to fall during sleep during operation. I cannot fall asleep. 
One day, I got all of one day of peace before she came back being dumb. And it's not like I'm lying here just with a welcome mat, welcome bird, come scratch. It's like she'd be mocking me, honestly. Well, Mama Bird, this ain't no joke now. I was being nice and all, since I assumed you was like a refugee, wanted to find a home for you and your little babies. But now that I see you being a little nasty bee, the gloves are coming off. I already sent a text to Miss Michelle, so she's gonna be well aware. You getting smoked out today, mama. Ain't no one saving your ass now. It's, it's clip, it's done. And I thought I was gonna just try to play nice. Like, if you was just gonna be chirping and trying to be all cute and all, I would've might, you know, I would've thought of letting you stay. But when you gonna be distracting me like this, waking me up when you know, you know I have work tomorrow. You been here forever, you know my schedule. Nah, I'm not playing this game with you. You thought you caught a real sense of it as bee in this apartment, but I'm telling you, you messing with the wrong one. You are messing with the wrong one. I don't want to hurt you, mama. I just want you to let me get some sleep. Now you can scratch all day. You can scratch all day. I'll work with you. Just leave my nights quiet. Vengeful fire it is. Don't come chirp chirping up me for retributions. No deal. It's not happening. You had your chance, and now you're about to get your ass evicted. That's what happens when you play with a mean sister like me. going on like I try to call Paolo like you do with the number he gives and all but Paolo didn't pick up and he always picks up when he don't it's his wife and she really really picks up so I I don't I don't understand who he call himself Tom so he been working there for a year now but he don't even own the shop the owner lives in Manhattan or, or something but that's not even the weirdest thing. What's weirder is that Tom don't even know Paolo. Like he says he's never met him before in his life. So now I'm wondering, where the hell is Paolo? I tried looking him up on Google and when I did, that didn't work. I looked him up on Facebook and I got the same results. No Paolo. It's like, it's like he just up and like erased himself from the world. This Tom guy, he tells me that maybe I'm like mistaking Paolo for some other guy. And I tell him, no, I know Paolo and I've been meeting up with him for years now. I've been here for good years now and I know Paolo. There ain't no way I could just let him slip out of this place without saying a goodbye. Like. Then he be saying stuff like, well, maybe you should ought to try another place. 
And at that point, I'm done with this guy. I asked him what kind of dough I need to get this bird out of the wall, and you know what he said to me? He said it'll be a hundred for a deposit and then an extra after he take a look at it. Gotta use my credit card to lock it down, too. Listen, when you're dealing shady with me, you lose me. I ain't putting down no deposit. This ain't poker. I need to know what you're playing before I commit. You ain't the only table at the neighborhood, so do not think that I ain't got no other options, because believe me, sweetie, I got options. So I start calling up other hardware stores around here. Anthony's. He out of business. Luca's. Replaced with Walgreens. And even the Home Depot say it's going to take at least a week for them to come and get a look. So for now, I'm going to just deal. Because I guess I ain't got no other option. <sighs> I must be going crazy or something. Like, that got to be it. I'm, I must be going crazy because there ain't no way someone can just up and disappear without no one knowing. Like, you can't. You can't be erased like that. Another person gone. This is like the fifth one so far. It's, it's quiet. Like, too quiet. Like, I'm coming home after a day at the hospital and it'd be loud as hell. Like, regularly it's loud as hell. Some mornings after working the late night shift, I'm about to pop off from all the noise. Kids yelling, swearing, they play alley ball, their mama's telling them to shut the hell up. But like, now... I don't hear no kids no more. Like, okay, maybe like one or two, but this ain't right. There has to be something going on in my hood. Like, something sinister. Like, it all started with the wall scratching and now, now I'll be moaning. Like, not, not in weird moaning. Like, like, not that type of moaning, but just moaning. Like, it's been in pain for a long time. Like, that kind of moaning you hear after a mother's been in labor for, like, 12 hours, or the kind of pain a father makes after a kid dies too soon. Like, that kind of pain that's buried deep and locked down so tight that it ain't never coming out, despite no therapy or no people telling you that it gets better with time. Like, that pain. kind of pain... I had when I lost my mama a year ago. Like this house means something to me. Like this house is a part of me, down to the bone. My mama got evicted. She came to me for support and I offered to her all I can. Like she raised me all by herself all her life. So this is her place too. This ain't just my own. And I can't be pretending like I don't hear no pain. There's been pain here. So that ain't no bird. But I'ma fix it. This house gonna get what it deserves. Like, nah. This whole neighborhood gonna get what it deserves. Michelle and her kids gonna get what they deserve too. Just like my mama. 
They deserve some reparations. Some happiness gotta come out once, at least once. Some happiness gotta come to the people that live here. This house has been trying to speak to me. Tell me something. Something's wrong. So I'ma fix it. I'ma fix this for my mama and for Michelle's little girls. I tried communicating with it, but I ain't never done no voodoo before, so I'm not sure if I was speaking to a guardian angel or like Satan himself, but I got a response. Nothing big or nothing, just a noise is all. Sounding like a name or something? Messed it the hell up, but I heard it. Speaking as if it needed like help or, or something, but that's not important. What's important is what happened after the wall spoke. You see, I ain't playing. At first, I was just experimenting, knocking on a wall or scratching back or, you know, just moaning back. Maybe I need to speak its language, but that didn't work. So I started thinking, hi, let's get louder then. And it don't matter how loud I gotta be. So now I was just shouting at the wall, turning my place into a whole prayer corner. And then there was a knock at the door. A hard knock. Like when some police be trying to knock on the glass, cause you know, you driving while black. So I straighten myself up and I open the door. And there's this, this white woman I ain't never seen before. And I looked down the staircase to see if Michelle was letting somebody in for some reason. But nobody was there. Michelle ain't letting anybody up. So now this Miss Anne is giving me the evil eye, and I start thinking, who left the bottom door open so this woman could climb up my brownstone and knock on my door? But she ain't moving. She just crossing her arm like she about to cook something up good, and not in a white way. So she talks first, because I ain't messing with a white woman when they bugging like that. She said that I'd be too loud. And not just loud now, I mean loud since forever. And I start thinking, that don't make no sense, do it? I ain't never met a woman here in my life. How's she coming at me for being loud when that ain't never been a problem before? It, it just don't make no sense. So I explain that I've been trying to fix my wall all proper like, I'm sorry I got carried away. I promise it won't happen again. And she won't have it. This is like the sixth time she says that she been coming up here and letting me have it. She stay on the first floor with her kids trying to do their homework. And then I start tripping. Miss Michelle is on the ground floor of the apartment. And I tell her, are you staying with? But then she says, that ain't no Michelle here. In fact, there ain't never been a Michelle here and she ain't never been here, and she never existed. And then she tells me that she gonna evict me or something. But now, like, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Like, I'm really losing my mind. How long has Miss Michelle been gone for? I ask, and she just roll her eyes, and 
say that she been gone since forever, that she never met no Miss Michelle, and she just brought the place off a broker. And she ain't never met the previous owner of the apartment, and it's hers, and if I still want to be a tenant, I gotta start acting like one. Well, I apologize for the inconvenience I've caused. She thanks me for being considerate. She walks down the stairs and I close my door. But I just stood there. I'm, I'm still, I don't, I don't know what to think. Like Michelle, her kids, they can't be. I ain't letting no devil take me too. in my house like it's been here for a while now but I'm just noticing it it started with my mugs I got them cute cat ones that I sometimes leave out because I'm busy and I work a lot but when I come back home to clean them in a sink they just gone like gone gone like disappeared and when I start looking for where they went I find them in a cabinet nice and put away and clean like, they need clean. And then it started getting real weird. My CDs start disappearing. My Ninas and my Parliaments were just gone. I can't find the only thing that helps me relax. And then it was my art. I had this gorgeous print of the painting Web of Life by John Biggers. I saw it in the Brooklyn Museum, and I knew I had to have it. And it's gone. Just disappeared. I just see that wall. My beige wall just staring back at me. It'd be like someone is coming in and stealing my stuff, just coming in and robbing me. And I would go down and start complaining to my new landlady about this, but, uh, well, after the last conversation, I don't think her and I are in good terms. I tell y'all though, this whole thing is just giving me the creeps. <laughs> wait, 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 what did I just, I just, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't never said the creeps. I've never used no word before as creeps. That's just first the people like Paolo, then the kids, them Michelle and not my words? <laughs> I can't be changing too. I try to speak to Jason, but he don't even look at me no more. Like he pretending like I don't even exist. Like since I moved in, that man has been trying his best to keep his eyes on me like he's trying to hit it. But when I approach him now, he just goes cold. Like, I be nothing to him. He don't even box no more either. He just playing acoustic guitar all the time, singing and, and not even saying a real song, just quiet, soft. 
Nah, I gotta be imagining it. Mm, yeah, that's it. I that that has to be it. Like this is one big trip. That's all. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. <laughs> get out! Get out of my house! Leave! Get out! Get out! Get out! No more. No more. I've had it. This is the last straw. My whole floor is different now. The wood is replaced with some plastic laminate and the walls are as white as Miss Anne downstairs. Just pure white. It started slowly, but now I can't seem to find anything in my apartment. I can't find my books, my CDs, my clothes. I can't even find my words. And it's that wall. It's always been that wall. First, it was Paolo. Now it's Jason. Some guy named Sam has replaced him too. <laughs> one by one, they take us and they make us disappear. And I ain't gonna be one of them. This time, oh, I'm a fight. I'm tearing that wall down. That Miss Anne downstairs can kiss my ass. I'm gonna destroy what's behind that wall right now. I'm going to destroy it. Maybe I deserve to disappear. Maybe, maybe it's just inevitable. Nah, nah. This ain't no time to be sitting down. I ain't letting this house get the best of me. This is my hood. This is my home. Ain't no devil taking away what's mine from me. Ain't no one tearing down what I own except me. Ain't nobody taking me away from my people. Hello? Who in there? Show yourself. Nah, I'm not getting played like this. Hello? Show yourself. What? Is that somebody's hand? <sighs> ah! Let me out! Wow, it's so spacious. Colleen, the landlord, said that the previous tenant let the place go, but the original layout has been preserved. Windows are big, too. I'm always a fan of natural light. And there's a park nearby. Subway is only a block away, too. 
The neighborhood's quiet. Feels very safe in New York. But there's still a lot of local places we can go to. They say this area has the best Jamaican food in all of Brooklyn. Oh, honey, it's like we have a little bit of our honeymoon right beside us. What's that sound? That? Oh, sometimes birds get into the walls and scratch around. The landlord says they've mostly dealt with the problem, but should be finishing it up soon. Honey, it's not that bad. It could be mice. Can I have it in the lease if that's going to be fixed? We can talk to Colleen about that. All right, I think I've seen enough. You like it, hon? I love it. I can really see us starting a family here. If you're happy, I'm happy. Let me just talk to Colleen and we can finalize that bird problem. Honey? Did you notice this tape recorder here? Oh, that must be something left over from the renovators or the previous tenant. You can just turn that off and take it to the landlord. (laughs) All right. I don't want to be stealing anything that isn't ours. (laughs) Yeah. You the one I call when stressed. Swear to God you made me the best. And I swear you better than the rest. Yeah, laid up, I'm a mess It don't matter, put your head up on my chest Give you my all, I don't got nothing left Give you my all, I ain't worried about the rest Yeah, but you grown so cold Get high, cause I'm feeling so low When you were mine, swear your arms were my home Nowadays, I'm amazed if you were in my phone Fuck, I don't know where you stand But I know you like me better than your mans It was always fuck romance Then you turn me loose, why you got me in a trance Baby, we can make amends But that's only if you this has been The Haunting of Anisha Williams. In the cast was Tiffany Carey as Anisha, Sarah Dove as Christine, Eric Ferrari as Alexander, Rita McCann as the realtor, and Philip Florio as the ghost in the wall. The story was directed by Channing Smith and Liam Armstrong, written and edited by Liam Armstrong, produced in association with WSJU Radio. Special thanks to Sophia Bell and Sasha Rayum for their input on the project. If you managed to catch this broadcast, let us know you received it. For the complete 90-minute broadcast, tune in Tuesdays from 6 to 7.30 p.m. on the TuneIn app. Just search for WSJU Radio, The Voice. You are listening to Burnt Bridges by Belilla. Every cloud needs a body On the road, want you everywhere but Dobby Wanna give you all my time like a hobby You have a heart outside of my body When my life is dark, be my light coming from me Swear the world can be so cold But I'll be with it if you were me to an old Shorty, I can feel it in my soul You make my heart beat, beat tenfold Yeah Apologize if I'm speaking out of turn I just think this is a bridge you shouldn't burn Give me time, love is something I can burn After your heart, like it's something I can earn Yeah, you my top concern I love you like I never did Are you seeing clearly now?